Hey gorgeous people, hi beautiful listener, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sapphire Segments. So yeah, as I said in the trailer, this one's a bit more of a sobering thought, sobering conversation, don't worry, it's really, I think it's light high, but for some it's quite deep. And you know, most of the things we talk about, or the most things I talk about, I hope it's just food for thought, for some of you might not have been considered, I know some of you like just a kahihi and a hee while you're driving in your car or on a Monday morning on your way to work which I'm happy to be there for you but this is just something I think people don't talk enough about um some people find this topic really quite dramatic some people don't like it some people are afraid um but I think as part of being a human I think it might be something you might want to consider so bear with me please give me your listening ear just for like 10-15 minutes and we're done um, but yeah, hit me up, DM me, whatever. I know some of you are planning to come on this podcast. Y'all got intentions. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, Seth, when you invite me, what do you want to talk about? Really? Yes, you. What do you want to talk about? It's all good. All good. You're, you're all welcome. You're all welcome. But yes, DM me, message me, let me know your thoughts. So again, being a, a, a health professional, you know, one of the things I have to face, I guess, daily um, is people passing away um and for some people it happens quite suddenly and so for some people um they can prepare for it and I just think we prepare for life you know when you're pregnant we do a baby shower and we prepare for life you get a nursing order you buy a push chair get a crib but how come when it comes to passing away we don't really prepare we don't really think about, I guess, those around us. That are, or, you, or what would you like to happen? Do you discuss that with what you like to happen? Let's just be honest. The NHS has just come out and said, yo, you don't want to donate your organs when you pass. You got opt out. Like, it's not optional anymore. Um, um, and that's something me and my husband have talked about. And we're quite happy for us to donate our organs. I actually carried an NHS donor card previously anyway. Um, so that's something I've spoken about with my husband. And you know what? We speak about it a lot. You know, if something was to happen to me or him, what would we like for our children? Who would we like to have stay over our children? Where would we like them to live and grow up and so forth? Would we like each other to have another partner and so on, go on and be happy in love and life? You know, I think it's just healthy to have these conversations. Like, you know, God forbid, we're not wishing our life to end abruptly. Um, But I just think it's important. Um, Sidebar, I think it would be stupid for us to talk about, you know, people passing away or yourself passing away without identifying that there is a spiritual element to it. And again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professor. I don't profess to have any level of quality of, of or qualifications here. But, you know, if you do want to talk to me about the spiritual side of things, sure, hit me up, DM me, message me. Cool. I'm happy to have that one-on-one conversation. But for the sake of the podcast, there are a few things that have just kind of cropped up in conversation. I just thought, let me voice it and talk about it. So again, like, you know, the NHS is put out there like, you know, yo, you don't want to donate your organs. Like, how do you feel about that? I know there's some people who have actually considered donating their body to medical science. Um, yeah, in one of 
my courses when I was studying my master's in occupational therapy we went and looked at a body that was embalmed and looked at the muscles of our body and what happens to the skin and you know you can look at the actual anatomy of someone who's passed away and so some people donate their bodies to universities for medical science if there's something to discover and investigate there um some people choose to be buried or to be cremated I mean it's your choice but sometimes I think would you like to have a say in what happens to your body um do you you know some people like to choose um the songs that are played and who says what or the poems that are read um but most importantly after having my first son um, one of my friends I was visiting was like, yo, Saf, do you have life insurance? I was like, what? What are you saying? What is that? And she was just like, life insurance. It's like, come on, don't be stupid. Like, you've got kids. You know, you want to make sure, or you can. You, some of you might not want to make sure that you leave your kids some something behind when you pass. Um it's so funny I was talking about it with my mum I'm like we know where her plan is I know where the reference number is I know where to find that paperwork because for some people like especially funerals it can be quite a costly thing um and there there is some help available people there's help out there if there's things there are plans that you can um you know start contributing to now for some people they don't care they're like cremate me cool do whatever's the most cost effective that's cool um, but for some, for some others, they don't want to go out like that. They want to have a nice sending off, um, a nice celebration of life. And that's cool. I just think it might be something that people should discuss or should discuss more with their family and loved ones. Um, like I said in my profession, some of the questions I have to ask people is um, working with care of the elderly, um, and not even working with care of the elderly, working with people who might have long-term conditions like uh, a neuro condition, um, like you know Parkinson's or multiple sclerosis, or after suffering a stroke, one of the things I have to ask people is, um, would they like to be uh, resuscitated? Like, do they have a DNR in place? That means they don't want to be resuscitated. For some, that can be quite traumatic on the body and it's really difficult for some people to recover from. So some people do not want to be resuscitated um, or want any medical um, intervention after a period of time. Um, for some people, we have to ask people, do they have a will? Um, if or It could be formal or informal. Do they have something documented down? You know, I also have to ask people sometimes power of attorney for some people um especially care of the elderly they have got more than one medical condition that's happening they've got they might have multiple things and um occasionally when it gets really tricky and there's something they might be in a situation or or in a state where they can't make decisions for themselves so for some people before they get to that stage they appoint someone power of attorney over their health and finance um and they point someone say if i'm in a position where i can't make decisions for myself i would like my son i would like my spouse or i would like my daughter to make decisions concerning my health um well-being or my finances um because 
I'm telling you guys, if you do not appoint someone to make those decisions for you, somebody else will. So it's more like, do you want to have a say or do you not want to have a say? Because I'm telling you, somebody will make that decision for you in your best interest. And all I'm saying is if you want to have a say in what happens to your finance or well-being, you might want to put some things in order and put some things in place. Um, And there is an insurance, there is policies, there is things you can do, guys. There's You don't have to just sit back and take it. You, there are things you can do. Um, I discuss it all the time with my husband. And you know what, I, I am crazy. Like I'm one of those people that would like to think of the worst. You know, when you think of the worst, you have a dream. You think, what emotion. Yeah, I'm just, I just like to prepare. I was even, you know, talking about it with my husband's like, should I write my kids' letters now? So when they're 18, they can open the letters just in case I'm not there on their 18th birthday. And if I am there, I just think it would be a beautiful thing anyway. Um, yeah, no, I think about these things because I just think, I just, I know you can't be prepared for everything. And I know that some people are like, no, nah, that's a bit over the top and that's a bit creepy. But for me, I'm just like, man, I'd rather be prepared than unprepared. I'd rather do than don't, do you know what I mean? I'm like, sometimes it's nice just to write to your kids anyway and just be like, though you drive me crazy and want to watch Aladdin 24 times a day, um, if I'm not there, mummy, do you know what I mean? Loves you, I would love these things for you. Just so they know your heart and your where your mind's at and at this stage when they're four <laughs> and not 18 it might just be a nice exercise to do anyway um but yeah i know cyber i know sometimes thinking i know thinking the worst you know you preparing you know if you lost a loved one is really difficult and i know it can be really traumatic and i know some people don't want to face it but we we are we do you know live for a period of time and we all have to pass away and I just think sometimes we don't talk about it in terms of how would you like your, um, you know, your affairs to be handled. You know, we, you know, we we all loved by someone, and someone loves us, and I think it's something we should talk about and and not be afraid to talking about it. And if again, like I said, if you're afraid of talking about it, feel free to hit me up. I'm just looking at my notes because you know what some of you lot have noticed like Saf you can talk for 15 minutes and I'm like yeah it just flows but I thought with this topic I thought I better put down some um ideas and I better put jot some things down but yeah we do have life insurance in place it does cover both our kids and and we have like um, appointed like trustees um on our life insurance because and you can appoint more than one person um like my husband and i just in case something happens to the both of us who else might there be in place we would like to have a say over our children and our finance and what happens with the money and and so forth um but i think it's important for people do your research there's more than one company out there like have a look shop around i think it might be worth you know considering these things um yeah i'm just looking at my notes i'm just jotting down 
but I know it's I know it's I know it's a difficult topic guys I'm trying to be really sensitive that's why I'm talking a bit more slower I know it's a sensitive topic um and even today like I'm just hearing about Kobe Bryant and I'm just like gosh guys life is so short it really is um and I think towards the end um it'd be good for us to be prepared as well I know we're very interested in in um you know living a healthy lifestyle these days we're all looking at what can we do to cut out so we can live longer and people are living longer um but yeah guys let's try and support each other talk about it if you can if you feel comfortable with your loved ones like i said you can hit me up talk about it with me but these are just a few things i just wanted to point put out there saying you know what guys we can be proactive we can do something we can prepare um and have some things in place um we can't always prepare for everything but if you can have some sort of say or have some sort of something organized or given thought to it so someone might know your wishes and so it's not left up to someone else you don't want to have say you don't want it might be worth having those kind of conversations now anyway i hope you found it thought provoking and take care of yourself all right until next time listener toodles <laughs>